Welcome, my name is Roger Quayle, and you are listening to My Life in the Mosh of Ghosts. Hi there, and welcome back to My Life in the Mosh of Ghosts. Um, This is Gig 3, After the Fire and Harlow. Sheffield Polytechnic, 13th of May, 1978. I'm going to join the army. The drummer's off to be a man in uniform. And with this bombshell, the band I hang around with overnight becomes the band that I'm in. If departing sticksman John Harvey is from the Cozy Powell School of Flash, then I'm more from the Mo Tucker class of primitive bash. Spring 1978 sees us recalibrating the hardware. Wilma gets a Japanese Les Paul look-alike. Vinner buys a new acoustic. Lango hands over 80 quid for a Rickenbacker bass copy. And I give Vinner's brother 60 for his mismatched drum kit. This is promptly clad in matte black, sticky-backed plastic to create an illusion of uniformity. Pride of Place goes to a Carlsborough PA. £250 from Musical Sounds and we are ready to tackle Bittersweet, Johnny Calendar, and all the other big turns on the Sheffield beer, baby sham and bingo circuit. Musically, areas are wide open. The arrival of punk hasn't prompted any Stalinist rewrite of history in our little world. It's simply another genre to graze on, like reggae or disco. Todd Rundgren's Utopia, with their prog rock pyramid on the Old Grey Whistle Test, is discussed with the same Catholic passion as sibling surrealists Devo. Here's what we bought on Saturday the 8th of April. Timbo, Paul McCartney and Wings, at the speed of sound. Vinner, Sex Pistols, never mind the bollocks. Lango, John Lennon, Imagine. Me, Television, Marky Moon. There's no slagging, no my band's better than your band, just a mutual audio entente cordiale. And it's in this spirit of sonic glasnost that Vinner, Lango and I head off to see After the Fire at Sheffield Poly on Arundel Gate. 50p in, plus support. It's a Saturday night and the resident Joe Cool Roadshow disco is trying to get the party started. But it's a struggle for them rallying the bum-fluffed and flared heads up from their cross-legged conversations in front of the stage. Finally, Core Baby, That's Really Free, by John Otway and Wild Willie Barrett, breaks the spell, and sporadic pockets of hippy-dippy boogie break out on the dance floor. Plus support tonight means Harlow. They're from Doncaster, 20 miles up the road, and like us, they are trying to crack the local club circuit. Harlow, Five lads about our age are very good. Purveyors of power pop, somewhere between the raspberries and Badfinger. The singer, Steve Hogarth, oozes confidence and they play their own songs. This is a brave decision. Covers are king in the clubs. We've just added I'm a Believer and the ambitious multi-sectioned band on the run to our set. Harlow finished with a perfect Xerox of Back in the USSR replete with jet engine noises, just like the record. Beatles freaks to the core, we are impressed. 
Harlow makes success look achievable and a Saturday night support slot at Sheffield Poly looks a lot like success from where we're standing. While we wait for the headliners, talk inevitably turns to our band. We've got an audition at Lane Top WMC next week and no one likes our name. It's wet, it's soppy, it makes me want to fart, says Vinner vehemently. He's got a point. It doesn't get much more anodyne or vanilla than the sounds. After the fire are a Christian prog rock trio, drawing on the Book of Genesis and the band of the same name in equal measure. Now, we're not adverse to progressive rock. To be honest, my 1977 was more about Pink Floyd than Pink Flag. The God stuff? Mm, not so much. After the fire have played the Greenbelt Festival, although this could be a gathering of intermediate judo skills, for all I know. I've grown up in a house where we use the church in much the same way as we use the local paper, for births, weddings and funerals. I don't mind singing Morning Is Broken in school assembly, now Cat Stevens has made it a hit, and I can broadly get behind the wide-eyed New Age homily of Les Crane's Desiderata. Yes, I am a child of the universe, and yes, I concur that no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Add in Jimmy Webb's reincarnation masterpiece, The Highwayman. Stir in the cod philosophy of Barclay James Harvest, Everyone is Everybody Else, with a dash of moody blues mysticism, and you have an overview of my spiritual compass, circa 1978. Timbo, Vinner and Wilmer recently played in the local Methodist church production of A Man Dies, an obscure pop opera precursor to Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Sometimes, on a Sunday evening, we are invited around to the Reverend's flat to sit on beanbags. Hey lads, just call me Ian. And listen to Tapestry by Carol King. Or Alice's Restaurant by Arlo Guthrie. There's no message as such, but the invitations wither when we decline to join in worship, which also happens to coincide with us discovering the pub. Frock coats and facial hair to the fore, after the fire are the quick save super tramp. More time changes than a horologist convention on the international dateline. Pilgrim, back to the light, and now that I've found, make their credo clear. It's Vangelis for evangelists, as the keyboard player Peter Memory Banks noodles on and on. Five years into their vocation, they've just self-released their debut album. No mean feat in itself in these fledgling days of independent labels. But they seem to approach music making with the same stringent application to structure and delivery as setting up their own mail order business. There's so much planning in these songs that I'm half expecting a theodolite solo. I've no problem with aural architecture, and they're aiming for an Alhambra of sound. But what resonates around the hall is the busy, contained thrum of a municipal council office. Suddenly, we're back to Harlow. Nonetheless, there's enough muso-craft on stage tonight to get the crowd going, and by the end of the show, this C of E ELP have made some new converts. After the fire then, rigorous, vigorous, but not for us. It's the possibilities suggested by Harlow that leave their mark. There's a new venue in town called The Limit, and Lango has already decided to go and see them there again next week. 
Vin is thinking about the audition and what we're going to call ourselves. I'm thinking about exam revision and about how I really need to start doing some. After the fire, like countless other bands caught in the vortex of the punk maelstrom, cut their hair, chopped their songs, ditched the flares and went new wave. Signed to CBS, they enjoyed a UK hit in 1979 with One Rule For You and a top five US hit in 1982 with an English language version of Falco's Der Commissar. Harlow released a couple of singles, left the club circuit and moved to London in 1980, changing their name to the Neutrinos. A couple of bands later, Steve Hogarth dropped a G and as Steve Hogarth became internationally known as the singer Afterfish in Marillion. And we played that audition as the answers quite possibly an even worse name than The Sounds. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again soon with more stories from my life in the Mosh of Ghosts. (laughs) 